0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just a couple of mornings ago, my daughter Sarah Grace looked at me from across the breakfast table and said, Daddy, yesterday was a hard day, and today is going to be a hard day too. Unfortunately for those of us in the house, it turns out that she is a bit of a prophet, and she couldn't have been more right. Life is hard. It was hard the day before, and it was hard that day too. And this past week, we here at Christchurch announced that we are officially offering counseling at Christchurch provided by our therapist and residents, Ethan Richardson. As Ethan put it in his written announcement so clearly and briefly, no matter who you are, life is hard, and he's right. No matter who you are, you will or you already have experienced a time In life that has felt a little darker than you would have liked it to, when it feels like your life or your world is a bit of a mess, when hope and joy are difficult to come by. And yet what we see in our reading from 1 Samuel that Ashley just read and what we see throughout all of scripture is God speaking to us in the midst of our troubles and giving us his word of grace, like a loving father assuring us that he will take care of us. No matter what. And this reading from 1 Samuel, it really is a powerful one, I think. It takes place in the time of Israel's history that was pretty messy itself. It was a time of transition between the trying days of the judges and then Israel eventually finding itself a king. And today we see the calling of the young prophet Samuel. Samuel, who was left by his mother Hannah at the tabernacle to be raised by the priests, Samuel had become a sort of an acolyte to the rather ineffectual old priest Eli who was becoming blind at this point in his life and we see the two of them sleeping one night while they're meant to be watching over the tabernacle and the verse I think that sets this whole scene and first caught my eye this week is the very first one where it says the word of the Lord was rare in those days visions were not widespread And yet this is then followed quickly by a message that despite this time of difficulty and what feels like spiritual dryness, despite all of that, one of the next verses says, The lamp of God had not yet gone out, despite all of that. God was still with them. God was still with them speaking into that darkness and speaking a word of grace, unexpectedly calling the young and inexperienced Samuel, to service at a dark and unexpected time. God doesn't proclaim that Samuel has somehow earned this call or that he himself is the light in the darkness. Instead, God's call to Samuel is itself a word of grace. His call is, as I said a moment ago, the call of a father to a son, saying loudly and faithfully, I'm here with you no matter what. There's a pretty incredible documentary about Tiger Woods, just called Tiger, that came out on HBO this week. Uh, Only the first half of it has come out so far, but so far its main focus is about the relationship with Tiger and his father, Earl. The opening scene of the movie shows Earl addressing a crowd at a college awards banquet that's held for Tiger in 1996. And with Tiger sitting right next to his father, and looking pretty exhausted and sad for someone who's receiving an award, Earl says these words. Please forgive me, but sometimes I get very emotional when I talk about my son. My heart fills with so much joy when I realize that this young man is going to help so many people. He will transcend this game and bring to this world a humanitarianism which has never been known before. The world will be a better place to live in by virtue of his existence and his presence. This is my treasure. Please accept it and use it wisely. The weight of these words and this life and this documentary are powerfully conveyed to you right out of the gates. Because while you're hearing Earl Woods' voice giving this speech, about Tiger and to Tiger. The film rolls out videos of Tiger playing cheerfully as a little boy, and then as a younger man, and then some of his accomplishments winning major golf tournaments. And then as Earl's words about and to his son, his words of power and pride, and sadly, truly idolatry, words that no one on earth could possibly ever live up to, As Earl's words reach their climax, the image you're seeing stops being images of Tiger celebrating his championships, and it becomes footage from a police station, and you see Tiger Woods stepping into place to take his mugshot. Tiger himself says later on that those were just words of a father full of pride and love for his son. And in some master stroke, this documentary eventually leads you to a place of having compassion for Tiger and for Earl himself. But as is the case with all of our words of power and pride, they always turn into some form of idolatry. They always lead to a fall, and they always end up making life even harder than it already is. Thankfully, these are not like the words God speaks to us when God speaks to us God knows that he is the one true shepherd and that we are simply his sheep and this is pretty powerful good news for those of us who have a tendency to find ourselves lost I have three older brothers and so by the time I was uh, playing team sports and about elementary school my parents and coaches, they already knew what they had to work with, considering my gene pool. So I wasn't going to be a professional athlete. They didn't need to worry themselves with that. So when I started playing lacrosse, my parents didn't stress out too much or impress upon me that this would be my identity and that this would be my future or that I was going to change the world. And they communicated this to me by taking me to play it against sports and buying me a pair of hockey gloves instead of lacrosse gloves, and an antique-looking helmet with some 1980s, probably a bumper sticker on the side of it, that listed the local contact number for poison control. This caused a different sort of pain in my life, Uh, but that was because some of the kids I played lacrosse with had a little too much fun pointing out that the lacrosse stick my mother had purchased for me was actually a women's lacrosse stick and not a men's lacrosse stick, it was painful, but I got through it. God speaks to us all the same, whether you're Tiger Woods or you're someone trying to play lacrosse with hockey gloves or even if you're Samuel himself, who you may have noticed wasn't even able to follow the instructions of Eli to answer the call of God correctly in our passage today. Instead of answering as Eli tells him to speak lord your servant is listening, Samuel leaves out a pretty key word and says speak your servant is listening. God speaks to men and women and children who've gotten things right and gotten things very wrong. God speaks to those of us in high and in low places of power, to the joyous and to the defeated, to the honored and to the dishonorable, the sinner, and the saint. God speaks to all of us ultimately as the misguided and broken people that we are, to people who at some point in time have had a little trouble sleeping because of what they've done, or perhaps because of what's been done to them. God speaks to you and to me, and his voice is the powerful voice of mercy. God speaks words of comfort into whatever mess or celebration we find ourselves in. And the loudest word that God speaks to us, the loudest word that God has given to us, the word that is ultimately and eternally true, the word that cannot be twisted or spun and used to place us over against another group or another person or another enemy, This word came and this word comes to us in the form of Jesus, the word made flesh. The word of God that cried out from the manger, having come into this difficult and hardened world to walk alongside us. The word of God that came from the cross as he took the weight of sin and death for us all upon his shoulders. The word of God that cried out from the grave on Easter morning shouting Alleluia I am with you and you are with me therefore fear and death and darkness no longer have their hold on you the word of God calls out to all of us and the word of God delivers to us the very real and very true gift of grace and hope and love life is hard but God is faithful His word is true, and his mercy is everlasting. Amen.